What is the difference between the sacrifices of the Old Testament and the sacrifice of the New Testament? Because this is really what touches the essential aspects of what we celebrate in the Last Supper, which is the whole institution of the Holy Eucharist, institution of the priesthood, and Christ going towards the cross at this moment, his last meal as he prepares to go to Gethsemane and be handed over for our death. One, a very simple image of it. If you ever sit down for breakfast next time and look and you see your eggs and your bacon, that's the difference between Old Testament sacrifice and New Testament sacrifice. The chicken really gave something, but the, the pig had to really sacrifice to give you that bacon, right? It's going from something external to offering oneself completely. And all the sacrifices of the Old Testament were of bulls, were of animals, sheep and goats, or wheat. It was all external. But Christ, in this new sacrifice, the first time he uses the word covenant, which is translated testament. So we have the Old Testament and the New Testament. And this is the only moment where Christ says, this is the New Testament, the new covenant in my blood. So what encapsulates the new definitive covenant that we enter into is Christ's offering of his own body and blood in the Holy Eucharist. His sacrifice on the cross. And it was not the external sacrifice that saved us. It was his own body offered on the cross as both priest and victim. And that's why in every single altar, there's a relic of a martyr. A martyr's bones Because a martyr is one who has become a total sacrifice in their own body as a gift back to God. They have become what they have received. So in the same way that we receive from this very altar, the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Christ in the Holy Eucharist. So the martyr is the one who is so taken into himself the gift of our Lord into their bodies that then they express that even unto death for our Lord. And this is what St. Paul calls every single one of us as Catholics to become. He says in Romans 12, I beg you by the mercies of God, I implore you to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice acceptable to the Lord in word worship. Offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. Let the gift that you give to God be within you your own self handed over. And we all know that. Anyone who's ever been in love with someone else, there's only so far external gifts can go. The real gift is the gift of my person to the other. Love can be satisfied with nothing less. And St. Paul is saying, offer your bodies as a living sacrifice in word worship. What is word worship? It's the word that became flesh and offered himself in the flesh in sacrifice on the cross. And it's that same word worship that we enter into in every single mass where through the power of the Holy Spirit, Christ once again descends into matter, transforms it into himself and offers it in sacrifice so that we can receive him. So St. Paul is saying, the very thing that you receive every time you go to Mass, become that. 
become a sacrifice. And that is why celibacy is at the very essence of the priesthood. The priesthood is a living sacrifice where Christ invites his disciples, his closest followers, to enter into that same total gift of themselves, body and blood, flesh for flesh. That's why it is the highest calling. Because it is the highest gift that there is to give in love. I do not give what is outside of me. I give you my own body, my own blood as a living sacrifice. And that is why only the priest can enter into that sacrifice to offer it on the altar. We must live that total gift of ourselves, body and blood to become worthy to offer the sacrifice in body and blood on the altar. And that is a gift that can only come when we know the Father. The most beautiful lines of this actual, this gospel we just read is at the beginning, because it, it encapsulates where Christ's mind was to make this total gift of himself. Before the feast of Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to pass from this world to the Father. He knew that his hour had come to pass from here to the Father, that he came from God and he was returning to God. Therefore, he could love his own in the world and he could love them to the end. Only when we know that we come from the Father, that we have been a gift from the Father, can we enter into that total gift in this world for others? That's why the farther that we get from God in our lives, there's always a consequence that we begin to protect ourselves. We need to preserve our life. We need to decide for ourselves what we give. And that's why Christ said to the Pharisees, you do not know my Father. If you knew him, you would recognize me. The the proof that we truly know God the Father is that we know this sacrifice of love that comes from that relationship. It's lived out in our flesh. I've experienced Him, so I'm not afraid to offer myself in marriage unto death, in celibacy unto death. That only comes from the Father. And I want to read the final words of a priest that he wrote in a letter, he left it on his table the night he was put to death in a Nazi concentration camp. His name was Father Gap, and he was in a Nazi concentration camp, and he said that it was only in this moment, hours before he was being put to death, that he understood what the meaning of the priesthood truly is. It is here that I reach the end of the battle. I was arrested almost eight months ago for defending the Catholic faith, the last feast of the Sacred Heart. They inform me of my death sentence. I have toiled only with one objective, that men freely reach their eternal salvation. I have defended the faith with my words and with my actions. The moment has come for me to do so with my entire life. Today the sentence will come into effect. At seven o'clock, 
I will present myself before my good Savior, whom I have always loved ardently. Do not grieve for me. Everything passes. Only heaven remains. I have lived without a doubt very bitter moments since my arrest. I spent days sucking in the most obscure sadness. But I have had the opportunity to prepare myself better for my death. To shed my blood for Christ and his church has become my greatest yearning. After having fought long against myself, I have come to consider this day the most beautiful of my life. Today the priesthood appears more clear and attractive and I cannot repeat that when you have abandoned all the things that captivate and pervade the human heart, when human hopes do not attract you and you have forgotten yourself, saying goodbye to your own name, when you disdain all things of this world and you dismiss your very existence, when you seek only Him, having Him at your side from morning to sundown, when in the different paths that Christ leads you, you always look to the skies and have Him as the sole guide of your heart, when all things are in Him and for Him, then you can say, I am a priest. Mm -hmm.